0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Lisa Martin about her wedding at Walt Disney World. And Lisa did an interesting combination of a ceremony at a nearby venue called the Maitland Art Center with a catered event at the Attic at Walt Disney World. So we're going to talk about how she decided on that and how it all turned out. Welcome, Lisa. Hello. Thanks so much for being back on the show. Longtime listeners of the show may remember Lisa. She was on after one of the most recent bridal showcases, and she talked a little bit about what she thought of the showcase and whether it was helpful. And so now here we are following up to see how it all turned out. Yep. So how did you decide to have your ceremony at the Maitland Arts Center and then combine that with a catered event at the Attic? I guess
1: it started with, well, you know, we had to decide to have it in Orlando because we live in New York, Uh so but basically it came down to no matter what family would have to travel, and New York's just so expensive for like hotels for people and it's not really accessible, so Orlando just became our middle ground even though we have no family there, and we wanted for like our honeymoon to be like us to have to take one flight between the wedding and the honeymoon, so it worked out for us. And at first, we were looking at the wishes packages from Disney World, and it was just a little too much for us to be spending with all the minimums. And then so we looked at escape, but 18 people just wasn't cutting it for us. So I looked up a few things. I read your book, and I think it had the Maitland Art Center in there. That might be where I first saw it. And I looked up that, and then I took the trip down last September to look at venues and go to the Bridal Showcase. And the Maitland Art Center was the first place we went. Like, I landed at the airport, and we drove immediately there. And it is just gorgeous. It's, like, green and lush, and there's all these different backgrounds and everything. And so I just knew that I wanted to do that. And then for the attic, when we were at the Showcase... One of the slides, people were talking about the boardwalk and the attic. And my mom, like, loved the pictures. so And I had seen, you know, the pictures from your wedding and other weddings. And it's just such a pretty little room. And so we were walking around the boardwalk. And we went and asked the concierge. We're like, oh, hey, could we look in the attic? And they let us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we got to go look in the attic. And it's beautiful. And it has just this nice, very, like, cozy feel where, you know, you can feel like, I don't know like family happening and people getting around and talking. And that's kind of the feel that we wanted for our event. So then from there, I was just trying to figure out how in the world do we do both? And we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how in the world did you do both? <laughs>
1: uh, so the biggest thing is probably they're about 45 minutes away from each other. So... We had to figure that out. What we ended up doing is we rented a motor coach between the boardwalk to Maitland and then back again to the boardwalk. So our guests came and parked at the boardwalk convention center, picked up the bus there, all drove together to Maitland, and then all drove together back for the reception. And we also had our rehearsal dinner on the boardwalk the night before, so everyone knew how to get there and there wasn't an issue with that. And I was really worried about the transportation, because you feel really guilty, you know, making someone get in a bus for 45 minutes. But it worked out, and I think we had way more space than needed for the amount of people that ended up taking it, but we wanted to be, you know, on the safe side.
0: Interesting. Now, can you talk a little bit about the pricing and the options available at Maitland Art Center? Sure.
1: So it's basically what they're giving you from them is just the place. So they have where I got married, the chapel and the courtyard next to it. That's like one area. Then next to there is like a big white building, which we also rented as our rain location. And then they have another courtyard area, and I believe another like house on a cottage that you can do stuff at and so you're basically paying them by the hour for just like use of their property and it's not very expensive. It's depending on where you are it's about a hundred to two hundred dollars an hour depending on the day of the week. So you know depending on how long you need it for if you, you know we just had it for a ceremony even though we ended up having it for three hours anyway which is way more time than necessary but whatever you need it for. If you needed it for a full reception, you could definitely do both things there. You have to do everything yourself though. You have to get tables and chairs rented. We did that. You can get a tent rented. Like they, I know that they said they had a way to get a tent over the entire thing. So like instead of having maybe a rain backup location, you could just have a tent over the whole time. If you're having an outdoor reception, that's probably what you would want to look into. They have a whole list of recommended vendors that they, you know, prefer you to use. The only one that they're kind of specific about is for the food, they'll let you do people not on the recommended list, but they'll charge you a small fee if you're not
0: doing that. Interesting. So you just brought in chairs via one of the vendors that they had on their list? Yes. And you didn't have to do anything else, security or heat lamps or any of that stuff?
1: No. No, we hired a violinist, but
0: that's not really. <laughs> <laughs> and w- was that person also on the list?
1: Maybe. They weren't like on their list, but when we asked them specifically, she was. Ah. So, and she was actually someone that had worked for Disney for a lot of years as a violinist too, which is why we picked her.
0: Because
1: right. we wanted Disney music.
0: So it sounds like you didn't need to hire a wedding planner to help you do all this. No.
1: One of my mom's friends likes to decorate weddings, so we did have help, and she, like, came and decorated things for us, but no, you don't really need a, a planner, I would say.
0: And so then did you just buy floral and decor someplace locally, and then she put it out, or how did that work?
1: Yeah, they actually, my family lives in South Carolina, and they bought flowers in South Carolina and drove them down to Florida and put everything together in their hotel room. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So we did all the floral for at Maitland. It's very green there. You don't need a lot. We just put a little bit there and some candles in the background. And they did all the flowers and centerpieces and like my bouquet and everything for the attic as well.
0: Interesting. Okay. So then how did that work? After the ceremony, everybody hopped back on the bus and you went back to the boardwalk and then your family put the floral out at the attic when you all got there?
1: Yeah, it was all done when I was there. <laughs> um, you know, like our family friend kind of took the, the head on everything. And the woman who was our planner at the attic, Gloria, she was actually going to let us in early to the attic to decorate first so that we could do that way ahead of time. But then at the last minute, she decided we wanted um, tablecloths. And so tablecloths couldn't be put on until later in the day because, of course, that had to be done by the staff. And so she did a lot of running back and forth, but it all it was done in time. So I guess if you don't have a really good friend, you might want a planner to help you.
0: (laughs) Now, Disney catered events usually won't let couples plan something that looks like. A way to have a wedding reception without having a Disney's fairy tale wedding. So, how did you alter maybe the traditional idea of a reception so that you could have an event at the attic?
1: Well, we were lucky in the fact that we didn't want something that was very traditional. I wasn't looking, you know, I didn't want to do a bouquet toss, I didn't want to do a garter toss, or and we hadn't like planned on toasts or a DJ or anything like that. So That was mostly taken out of the way. The biggest compromise for me was the cake because we didn't have, like, we had little bites of cake, but we didn't have, you know, an actual cake. And they told me that I couldn't wear a wedding dress, which that's up for interpretation what a wedding dress is, which is where I went with that because I originally bought this, like, you know, bigger, nice, you know, dream gown. And then they told me I had to, I was going to have to change, basically, and have something more you know, simple, less whatever you want to call it. So I ended up buying the second dress that was, you know, much, much cheaper. And I ended up just wearing that for the ceremony, too. So that's how that happened.
0: And did they specifically tell you you can't have a wedding cake?
1: Yes. I mean, we probably could have had, like, a specialty cake, and then done a little, you know, gorilla cake testing, cake, wait, what is that called? (laughs) Cake tasting. (laughs) Um, At the beginning of the event, there was a ton of Disney employees, like, I mean, there's, the attic is so small, there were so many people there at the beginning, but as the night went on, there, you know, were much fewer people there, so you could have really done what you wanted to do, as long as you waited later in the night.
0: Interesting. And how long did your event last? It was from six o'clock to 930
1: because you have to end your events early in the attic because they're right next to rooms. And they told us, you know, like no amplified music. First, they told me no music at all, but at the end, they let us bring in an iPod hookup. And technically, you're supposed to be out by 9, or the event's supposed to end by 9, but we knew the fireworks were happening at, what is it, like 9.15 or something at Epcot. So we said, oh, well, you know, we want to watch the fireworks, and so they said, so the event will go until 9.30. They had to, like kind of kick us out not really but (laughs) (laughs) my mom started going around saying okay guys you you have to leave (laughs) now disney wouldn't say it but we said it for them
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then did you have any disney touches or a theme to your day the whole theme was
1: basically it was like a tea party so the food was like finger sandwiches and scones, and little cake, and they actually, we didn't ask them to do this, but it was nice, all the the food cards, you know, the little, that says what everything is, they actually put um, Alice in Wonderland characters on there for us, and put like a couple of teapots, and all of our centerpieces were teacups with flowers, I think that's all we did. And then we had, um, I had Donald Duck come and visit our reception. That's fun. Mm -hmm. It was very fun. It was a hard decision to make because that is so much money. But it it was really wonderful, so I'm glad I did it.
0: And that leads me to a question because sometimes brides and grooms are afraid that if they don't have a DJ, if they don't have like entertainers and caricature artists and blah, 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 their guests are going to be bored out of their minds. How did that work out for you guys?
1: So with the attic, a DJ isn't really necessary because it's so small. You don't really need it, even though... At some point, it definitely, I can see how it helps to like, you know, have someone to announce you or we walked up when we were about to walk in. We saw the the double doors were open so everyone could just see us starting to walk up to the room. And so, I don't know, that would have made a little more sense, I guess, if someone had said what is going on. But other than that, I would say you don't really need a DJ. Even the music, us having an iPod hookup, I didn't. The only time I noticed it was with there was something I didn't like playing on, mm-hmm. so I really kind of wish I hadn't even done it, <laughs> and just use, because they do, um, they said they would do like background music for us. They wouldn't tell me what it was, but some form of background music, so I don't even think that that was necessary for us. I wanted to have Donald Duck mostly for... My now husband, because he loves Donald Duck, that was like my present to him. It was a surprise for everybody, which is if you can keep that a surprise, that's the way to do it. Uh I would have timed it differently though, because I did it like right at the start of dinner because my photographer was still there and because I thought that there were gonna be toddlers that didn't and they weren't able to make it in the end, but I was trying to do it you know, before they had to go to bed. But I would definitely do it later in the evening as opposed to earlier because we're like, oh, it's Saddle Duck and everyone's like, okay, yeah, but I'm gonna go eat. So <laughs> good point. <laughs> so just the you know, a little bit of entertainment. The fireworks were nice to watch, but you know, everyone just enjoyed sitting around and talking and socializing
0: with everybody. That's great. Do you have a favorite memory from your wedding day?
1: Walking down the aisle was pretty wonderful because I kept my uh, song a secret and it was the theme to Jurassic Park (laughs) (laughs) and so just the face on uh, my husband's face was just wonderful like it it made me cry that second so I didn't even make it a foot down the aisle before I I, like doubled over crying (laughs) at the very beginning so that was pretty great
0: (laughs) Was there anything in particular that you were worried about when you were planning and how did that turn out?
1: I was definitely worried about the bus between going between Maitland and the boardwalk. Like right when we booked it I didn't really worry about it. I was like oh people are going to be fine but after like I went through the timeline with the photographer and everything I really started to worry about it when we got like very close to it but it it was fine. No one said anything. Everyone said how beautiful both places were. And, you know, I don't think anyone really minded that much in the end, especially since we helped them get there. Because there's not a lot of parking at Maitland's.
0: Oh, interesting. Either. Good tip. And then did anything actually go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? The only thing that went wrong was...
1: In the morning when I was getting ready, um, my mother and my aunt were getting their makeup done with me, and they were like an hour late. And so I was really freaking out in the morning, and it was raining, of course, because it's Florida. It was raining all morning, but somehow we used um, Butte Special and they we were still done on time. I don't know how, but we were still done on time, even though they were an hour late. And then I'd think about... Five minutes before the ceremony was going to start, my mom came up and told me my dad wasn't there yet. Oh, Not a good thing (laughs) to hear right then. He did, everyone made it, but trying to give someone a heart attack is not the best way to go about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any advice or tips for couples who might be interested in this idea of pairing an off-site ceremony with a catered event at Disney? It can
1: definitely be done. And Disney, you know, we couldn't call it a wedding. So, you know how, like, unless the, the little signs that they have everywhere that's like, oh, so and so's wedding in the attic room or whatever. So, we, I actually like that ours couldn't say that. Cause she told me to, you know, pick something else, basically. Because at the moment it was like family dinner in the attic, and so our signs actually said Robertson and Martin best day ever, <laughs> and so I think that's a way cooler sign to see. You know, like what's going on in there? It's got to be really cool.
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Um, and our family, being the way they did, uh, they they stole some of the signs <laughs> on <laughs> their way out. But anyway, I don't know. It depends on what your you're willing to compromise. Like, again, if you want the bouquet toss and the garter toss and things like that, you know, you're probably gonna have to go through regular wedding. But otherwise, like getting the food and uh, they don't really let you pick off of the wedding food menus technically. But at the same time, you could ask for the same food that's on a wedding food menu.
0: Right. And we ended
1: up getting a completely custom menu anyway. So there's ways to work around it, but they won't, they just don't want the word wedding attached, but it's going to be okay in the end. If you ask for something like my mom's, like the food thing, she wanted lobster bisque so much because that's what we had at the, in September at the bridal showcase, Oh, right. like we we have to have this lobster biscuit, the thing. And you know, it, and it happened, they'll do it. And like we wanted the, for the cake flavor, we wanted the grapefruit cake from the Brown Derby and there was no problem getting
0: that. You had mini cakes or, or cake pops?
1: I asked them to model it after the cake at the Brown Derby. And when we went to Disney two years ago, it was a slice of cake. When we were just there on our honeymoon, I guess they changed how they served the desserts. And now it's this little tiny, like, circle. Ah. So I guess they thought that's what we meant, because that's what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> so be specific. How about that? <laughs> Last time I was here was a slice of cake, because I didn't even think to ask that, is it going to be a sl- like a full slice of cake, or is it going to be like this this pretty little... You know, not quite a cupcake, but a little circle of cake. And then, like, little cheesecakes and other flavors.
0: Cool. And how was the view of the fireworks? It was really good. You can't, it's a little confusing
1: because I kind of forgot how Illuminations went, where it's like a bunch of fireworks at the beginning, then it's quiet for five minutes. We're all standing there like, I know there's more. (laughs) And then there's a bunch of fireworks again, and then it's quiet again, and we're like, oh, okay, it's done. And then we start to leap, and then a bunch of fireworks come up again. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, think about the way the show goes before you, you get all excited and you tell people, oh, hey, get your cameras ready, and then they just stop. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't have the music or anything from it, which I guess we could have done that. That might have made more sense, but. Interesting something to think about but it's a really beautiful view just of the boardwalk and it was really nice we were taking pictures with the photographer on the boardwalk while our guests had started the cocktail hour in the attic and so all of our guests you know came out to the railing on the boardwalk and watched all of our pictures get taken (laughs) and took pictures of us taking pictures
0: Uh,
1: so that was like a funny little thing about that location that was really sweet
0: that's fun is there any place my listeners can go to learn about or see photos of your day?
1: I've definitely posted some stuff in the Diz Brides Facebook group, and I'm kind of working on making a trip report on the Diz <laughs> It's 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 getting there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Lisa, this is great stuff. I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for somebody who might be interested in pairing an off-site ceremony with a catered event at Walt Disney World, and I really appreciate your taking the time. It was wonderful. Thank you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp, or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.